So when we talk about when we talk about practitioner inquiries, we very quickly get also to the point of talking about reflection and reflection and action. And a big part of our postgraduate certificate in academic practice is to support you to develop as reflective practitioners and to develop that, you know, looking over your own shoulder viewpoint while you are teaching to be able to react in the moment and adapt to the situation. However, these kind of reflections can also be moved further and can become a research practice, can become a research method as such. And Nicole has provided us two handouts, which are really good. The one is reflection as a product, and the one is reflection in practice. So, and I'm starting with reflection in practice. So, reflection in practice by Nicole Kipar for evaluation, innovation, and to gain expertise. Implementation of change require evaluation, which is based on a reflection on the experience, for instance, metacognition in experiential learning, according to Kolb 2009, and in the reflective learning cycle, Gibbs 1988. Expertise is not simply time-bound, but dependent on self-regulated knowledge, learning which requires reflection, see Zimmermann for 2008, for instance. The concept of the reflective practitioner has been particularly prevalent in teacher education and consequently in higher education and the academic development. Before Donald Schoen's seminal work in 1983 on reflection as the marker of the professional practitioner, Dewey wrote about reflective thinking as being consecutive, not merely sequential, in the sense that, direct quote, Reflection involves not simply a sequence of ideas, but a consequence, a consecutive ordering in such a way that each determines the next as its proper outcome, while each in turn leans back on its predecessors. That was Dewey, 1910, page 223. Oh, I love Dewey. I had like a whole seminar just on Dewey in my undergraduate. Yeah, so basically Dewey relates this reflection as the um, as a the hermeneutic cycle where it's a spiral where the previous knowledge or new knowledge builds on previous knowledge and links it back into that whole process so it's not just a, a chronological order of events but they are all connected and it's basically it's a sense making process the educational so nicole continues sorry for the side comments, the educational psychologist Christine Herbert in her critical examination of both of these authors, Concepts of Reflection in 2015, considered Dewey to be a proponent of a rationalist techni technicist model, page 362 to 364, and shown of an experiential intuitive model, 364 to 368. I think I need to repeat this for you when you're listening. So she considers Chewy a rationalist technicist model and shown an experiential intuitive model. Citing critique of the former's over-reliance on rationalism 
and the latter's implicit rationalism, despite its label of being intuitive. Consequence and hence action is the key factor for reflective thinking, and reflective practitioners act on their increasing understanding of consequences of their actions and vice versa. The concept of reflection tends to lean towards being undertaken after an event, when time is taken to reflect on that which happened, which Schön called reflection on action, so basically a reflection after the action happened. This after-event thinking does not explain why we act the way we do at the moment of action. For example, the teacher might realize that the students have become distracted and decide to improve the attention span by tasking the students to answer a question with the help of their neighbor to then discuss the, the correct answer. So think per share. Where did this sudden decision come from? This experience or memory of something one had read or discussed in a class with a fellow teacher is a concept of intuitive knowing in action that Polanyi had coined as tacit knowledge in 1967 and which Schön incorporated in his concept of reflection in action. This may oh, I never know how to pronounce this. I have to apologize profoundly for this. It's a Hungarian name. Six sent me highly, I am so sorry, um, concept of flow, 1997, is also an interesting one to consider regarding the process of reflective action in the light of tacit knowledge. In a similar vein, to knowing intuitively in action, Martin Heidegger's notion of handleability, 1925 and 1967, is often called practical knowledge by contemporary writers. So Heidegger's view of how we come to know the world through handling things rather than seeking a merely theoretical kind of know knowing and thus understanding ourselves as being part of the world, proposes that we do not come to know the world theoretically through contemplative knowledge in the first instance. Rather, we come to know the world theoretically only after we have come to stand, understand it through handling. <coughs> so, um, that was from Bold 2004, sorry. Heidegger quote from 2010, page 69, says, The less we just stare at the thing called hammer, the more we take hold of it and use it, the more original our relation to it becomes. No matter how keenly we just look at the outward appearance of things constituted in one way or another, we cannot discover handiness when we look at things theoretically. We lack an understanding of handiness. While this concept is of great importance in creative practice, it is not too far away from considering teaching as, if not creative, then certainly practice. By undertaking it, we experience the knowing of it, and by reflecting on it and chewing it, we evaluate our action and gain expertise. That's the end of it. And I really have to apologize. My only excuse is that Hungarian is one of the most difficult languages ever to learn. Um, yeah. 
Cheeks and Mihai's concept of flow, 1997, is also an interesting one to consider regarding the process of reflective action in the light of tacit knowing. In a similar vein, knowing intuitively in action, Martin Heidegger's notion of handleability, Heidegger 1925 and 67, is often called practical knowledge by contemporary writers. Heidegger's view of how we come to know the world through handling things rather than seeking a merely theoretical kind of knowing and thus understand ourselves as being part of the world, proposes that we do not come to know the world theoretically through contemplative knowledge in the first instance. Rather, we come to know the world theoretically only after we have come to understand it through handling. Bold 2004. Direct quote, the less we just stare at a thing called hammer, the more we take hold of it and use it, the more original our relation to it becomes. No matter how keenly we just look at the outward appearance of things constituted in one way or another, we cannot discover handiness when we just look at things theoretically we lacked an understanding of handiness. Heidegger, 2010, page 69. While this concept is of great importance in creative practice, it is not too far away from considering teaching as, if not creative, then certainly practice. By undertaking it, we experience the knowing of it. And by reflecting on and during it, we evaluate our action and gain expertise.